Oh, uh, I was going to pick back up here in Luke, but look, I want us to go uh, <clears throat> see some things in the book of Psalms here. Let's go to Psalms, and I want to go to, uh, let's find it. Let's see. Well, while we're at it, look, just, just, it's just so good to see the, la- that's all there is to your Bible, you know, okay? And thank God it's historic, okay? It's historical. Every bit of this is not like little stories that somebody wrote, and we have to decide whether or not they're believable or not. Remember, Jesus said, no sign will be given you except for the sign of Jonah. Jesus, you don't believe in that fish thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you go look at the story of Jonah, it was not that God wanted him to go to some place and tell him about the Lord. No. It was historical. It was right after Nebuchadnezzar and all that. Matter of fact, these people, matter of fact, it was Nineveh. That was Nebuchadnezzar's hometown. God's trying to show mercy to that town and he wanted to send Jonah up there, and Jonah goes, I will not. Because <laughs> he's like, I do not like those people. But God sent him up there anyway. Remember, he tried to say, I'm not going. And that storm brewed and everything, and Jonah said, look, the problem is me, it ain't y'all. Because they were saying, pray to your gods and help us. And Jonah said, it ain't, it ain't that. I know exactly what it is. It's my God. He's Lord of heaven and earth, and nothing's going to work till you throw me overboard. Well, they didn't want to throw him overboard. And finally he said, you better throw me overboard or y'all going down. So they threw him overboard. And when they did, that fish got him. And he was in there three days and three nights. So Jesus talked about Jonah. He talked about three days and three nights and said, that's what's going to happen to him. Except not a fish, but he will have, he'll be dead for three days. Okay. So anyway, all of this is historic. Genesis, Exodus. And it's interesting. Genesis, that's the story of Abraham and stuff. And X, X, exit. Yeah. They got out of Egypt. The E can be for exit and you can remember E for uh, uh, Egypt. That's the whole book. And on their way, when they got out, they got out by the 15th chapter. They're on their way, 16th chapter, on the way to the promised land. So they spent about a year and a half at Mount Sinai, the Ten Commandments, Moses going up and down the mountain there and all that kind of stuff. And when they built the golden calf, all that stuff, they were there a year and a half. And there's a little, little book right in sequence here, Leviticus. There's history in there, too, because it says, now that the tabernacle was built, these were the rules. And we looked at all the rules that the Levites, they're the ones that need to know about that. The people would find out and learn from the Levites how to operate in that tabernacle. Numbers, they're on the way to the promised land. And numbers is, why do they call it numbers? Because it was the count. That's the reason it's like, oh, how are we going to get away from this? We have a count. Don't give us a count of how many Israelites there were. Yep. There were 600,000 soldiers. So they all had grandmas, grandpas. Some were married, of course, and they had kids. And so you get the number, uh, anywhere from 2 million to about 6 million. Pick a city that's got that many. You can say maybe Atlanta or whatever. Whoa. Deuteronomy, interesting enough is a speech. They get to the promised land. It's been 40 years. It's a speech. It goes real quick. It's a recap, but it's a speech, so you can tell it. And then Moses dies at the end of that. And then there comes Joshua, and they take the promised land. Then at the first of Judges, they lose the promised land. Man, it is gone. Philistines took it over. Little book about Ruth here. Oh, just a short one. It's in the same time frame. Israel has basically been, they lost the promised land. Then all of a sudden, here he go. First Samuel, second Samuel, because that's, it's all about David. Uh, the first king was Saul, but Saul's trying to kill David. David did kill Goliath, whatever. But anyway, oh, uh, you got Saul and David. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you got what's called first kings, second kings. It's the list of all those kings follow. There's, it's basically David's descendants, okay? 
All right, anyway, First and Second Chronicles is the same thing. And then they lost their kingdom to King Nebuchadnezzar. God said you are. If you're not going to worship me, you're going to lose the promised land. Boy, they did too. They didn't want to have nothing to do with the Lord. So they lost it. Ezra and Nehemiah, they came back because the prophet, actually Jeremiah, he's, these are just commentators here. They're, they're spe- these guys from here, notice their names. They're people. They wrote down things that happened during this time because they were there. Jonah was there, like I just mentioned. Uh, Nahum was there. All these guys, it tells you in the first verse of each one of those. And then all of a sudden, look at this. You got, whoo, boom, Matthew. Well, let's back up a second here. Here's all these guys, okay? You have Isaiah, and there's one right before Isaiah, Song of Solomon. Well, Solomon wrote that. Ecclesiastes is what that is. Solomon wrote that. It just, Ecclesiastes, remember if you hear the word ecclesiastical, it's the preacher. It's, it's, it's just preacher talking. Okay. Then Proverbs and then Psalms. So let's look at Psalms just a second, okay? So in the book of Psalms here, I want to go to, uh, and these even refer back to, uh, uh, well, they would have to. Somebody wrote it during that time, like when we pull up the Baptist hymnal and we say, this guy was born in 1850. Okay. All right. Psalm 84. How lovely is your temple, O Lord, of the armies of heaven. I long, yes, faint with longing to be able to enter your courtyard and come near to the living God. Even the swallows, even the sparrows and swallows are welcome to come and nest among your altars uh, and there have their young. Wow. Now this is David writing this psalm here. Look what he says. Uh, o Lord of our heaven's armies, my king and my God. Now, whoa, hold on a second. Now, remember, this was a song that David would send out to everybody, and everybody would sing it. Or you could hear it if you were close to the, the tabernacle. You could hear it being sung. Later on, his son Solomon, they were singing these things too. They had choirs and stuff, and you, you could probably hear it. O Lord of, look at that, heaven's armies. That's the same thing that David said when he killed Goliath, right before he did. You come to me with a sword and shield, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts and the armies of heaven. My king and my God, how happy are those who live in your temple singing your praises. Remember the New Testament says we are the temple. Happy are those who are strong in the Lord who want above all else to follow your steps when they walk through the valley of weeping. Look at that. It will become a place of what? Yeah, but if you're having trouble, you're just having trouble. We're on our own. No, it's not what he said. It will become a place of springs where pools of blessing and refreshment collect after rains. Now, hold on a minute. Let's catch this. Happy are those who are strong in the Lord. Now, remember the scripture says, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. So we have that ability. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. All right. Who want above all else to follow in your steps. You know, I mean, we ain't perfect, but we're trying. Well, I'm, I want to serve the Lord. We know that. Sometimes we just figure, I got to figure out why this is not me. Don't do that. First off, you're reading it. This is in your Bible. And God doesn't talk about a people that's not you. It's yours. Think about the prodigal. We would have got to the prodigal today. The prodigal, he really botched up. He wanted his money, and he wanted to get away from that and was gone. But remember when he came back... Shoes for his feet. What else? A ring for his finger. A new robe. And then they had a cookout. Dancing. Having a great time. Praise God. So happy are those. Here we go. When they walk through the valley of weeping. Boy, we can identify. I mean, one day it's all going to be over. We'll be in heaven. Okay, but right now, oh man. It's not one thing. It's another. Well, wait a minute. It will become a place of springs 
where pools of blessing and refreshment collect after rains. He's just kind of giving you a picture. If you ever seen rain collecting or whatever and the storm's gone, and, hmm, real quiet out there. They will grow constantly in strength. Look at that. And each of them is invited to meet with the Lord in Zion. We're marching to Zion. Zion's just Jerusalem, okay? But our new Jerusalem is in heaven, so we don't have to go to the Holy Land, okay? But it's interesting. Look at this. Each of them is invited to meet with the Lord in Zion. And I like that picture right there. That's Jesus when he was on the earth. Remember, he told Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house. He also went to several Pharisees' houses. He went to Matthew's house. Lazarus's house. Anyway, O Jehovah, God of the heavenly armies, hear my prayer. Oh, here's a prayer. What is this? Probably, you know, help others or whatever. Well, let's wait and see. Listen, God of Israel, O God, our defender and our shield, have mercy on the one you have anointed. How selfish. It's not selfish. God created David just like he created you and me. All this, matter of fact, let's just hold right here. I'm going to put this in the King James because it, it just, uh, it's just, well, uh, let's just go to, ah, uh, uh, let's back up. I could actually go anywhere, but let me jump back here. Well, let's go faster. Let's go to the book of Psalms. Here we go. Uh, David sitting there praying for himself. Good grief. He's supposed to be a leader. No, wait a minute. Notice it says, blessed is the man here. All right, I got you. Let's go, uh, let's jump to three. This is David. Uh, Lord, how are they increased that trouble? Me, me, me. This is where we've missed it in the body of Christ. We've been taught that it can't be about you. No wonder we don't have any miracles. See, notice this. Somebody put a caption here, the security of God's protection. This is, the, this is Psalm 3, and there's not anybody in the body of Christ that should be having, having trouble sleeping. Look what he says. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. In other words, God can't help him. Selah just means think about it. At least that's what they always told me. But thou, O Lord, and this is what's going to show up in Psalm 84, art a shield, look at this, for me. You've got to get that. You have got to realize he's your shield first. Jesus tried to tell his disciples this when he said, go heal the sick. He said, freely receive, freely give. Look at this. I cried unto the Lord with my voice. He's just talking about himself. Now, wait just a minute. Is he talking about himself or is this Psalm 3 that has gone out to billions and billions of people? It's gone out to billions and billions of people. So you can see how, you know, just because the prayer is the Lord is my shepherd. Well, we need to pray for those in Africa. The Lord is my shepherd. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He help me with it. He makes me uh, lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. <laughs> 23rd Psalm is so selfish. No, it's not. We all think that's the greatest Psalm, the 23rd Psalm. And it's full of I, I, me, me, me. All right, here we go. Uh, I cried unto the Lord with my voice. Remember, he's talking about, I'm in such trouble. Many are there be that rise up against me. Okay. And he heard me out of his holy hill. I laid me down and slept. I awake for the Lord sustained me. I'll not be afraid of 10,000s of people. And I just read that story this morning. His, his son Absalom wanted him dead. 
and they actually ran David completely out of Jerusalem. He snuck out at night with his family, and he had several wives, his whole entourage, and they, they got out, and they crossed the River Jordan. And it's so funny, when they crossed the River Jordan, you read it for yourself in 2 Samuel chapter 15, 16, 17, right there. All of a sudden, there was a guy that uh, David knew, Hashua, and he had a bunch of mules and stuff. And David said, what are, what's all the mules for? And he says, well, Lord, my Lord, he said, these mules are for your people to ride on. And all this food, it was everything. He says, y'all need all this food too. And we brought some mats for you to lay down on. They're in the wilderness. And they're still at a hotel, you know, fine as can be. Praise God. And actually, that's what it says here. When he fled from his Absalom, his son. Okay, all right. And it wasn't but like a, probably a two-week or a one-week adventure. David went right back. He went right back to his palace. So he says, I will not be afraid of 10,000s of people that have set themselves against me round about. And Absalom had taken part of the Israeli nation and was coming after him. But Joab and David and them, boy, they wiped him out. Anyway, arise, O Lord, save me. So personal, save me. Yeah, but don't you, he should have spent this time saying, I need to be more humble and humility and I need to think about how I'm probably not I I don't even I'm not worthy of any of these oh please remember Psalm 50 said I want you to when you're in trouble call on me and let me get you out of trouble so that I you know can rescue you this is where our praise report is and believe me when something like this happens to you and you get out of it you can't keep your mouth shut man you're going to tell everybody all right here we go Arise, O Lord, save me, for thou hast smitten all my enemies on the cheekbone. You've broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongs to the Lord. And look at this. And thy blessing, thy blessing, thy blessing is upon thy people. Anyway, that's just that one. Look at this one. Hear me when I call, number four. Oh, please. I'm telling you. This one's, he's talking about, I think he says here that, uh, look at this. I'll lay me down in peace and sleep. Look at that. Lord, on, uh, for thou, Lord, only make me dwell in safety. You know, I know you get that, but let's put in the living Bible. I will lay down in peace and sleep, for though I am alone, O Lord, you will keep me safe. Man, I heard something last night go bump, and it was in the attic, and I thought, what in the world? But I went on to sleep. I don't know what it was. Anyway, look at that. Hear me praying. Listen to my plea. He must be fixing to play for the, pray for the Japanese or something. Or Nope. Look at this. He, he's going to look at the request here. I lay my request before you. Wonder what it is. That I'll be a better person. No, I know you get no pleasure from wickedness and cannot tolerate the slightest sin. Therefore, proud sinners will not survive your search, your searching gaze. How you hate their evil deeds. You will destroy them for their lies. How you now he hadn't got he hadn't got to his request yet. But as for me, I will come into your temple, protected by your mercy and love. I will worship you with deepest awe. Lord, lead me as you promised. Otherwise, look at this. Here it comes. My enemies will conquer me. Tell me clearly what to do. Which See, he's fixing to get, he's going to be in a battle here. And he said, give me the plans. And I was reading in uh, 2 Samuel, and the Philistines had attacked this one area. And the first thing I saw David do, David went to Abathar the priest or whichever one. And, he, and anyway, while, he's, while Abathar is there, David's talking to the Lord and says, shall I go after the Philistines? And the Lord said, go and you'll have victory. He just, he just, Ask the Lord for his help. Praise God. 
Tell me what to do, for they cannot speak one truthful word. Their hearts filled to brim with wickedness. Their su suggestions are full of stench, sin, and death. Okay, their tongues are filled with, okay, we get it. Look at that. Hold them responsible. Catch them in their own traps. You know, make every, look at this. Make everyone rejoice who puts his trust in you. Well, I'm going to heaven. That's not the trust he's talking about. It's a daily trust from people trying to get you. Keep them shouting for joy. Look at that. Because you are defending him. That's not enough. If we hadn't got it, keep going. Fill all who love you with happiness. Wow. For you bless the godly man or woman. Oh, Lord, protect him with your shield of love. I tell you, this is why it's no surprise to me, and it's happened to me and happens to me. If I do not read the Psalms, you will forget them. It just goes away. You quit watching the Andy Griffin show, you'll forget every episode. You go back and watch one, you go, I remember that. And you'll watch some, you go, I don't know, I didn't even remember that one. <laughs> You've probably seen it a dozen times. Look at this. No, Lord, don't punish me in the heat of your anger. Well, I'm a Baptist. I wouldn't dare say that. Well, there's your problem. Quit being a Baptist. Be a Christian. Look at this. Look what he says. Pity me, O Lord, for I am weak. I mean, I felt like this when I had COVID a month ago. But at least I knew that he would help me instead of going, maybe it's my time. Maybe I'm just a bad Christian. I mean, I'm not, God's got better people. No, please, there's mercy. And there's not any of us that are good. It's all mercy. Scripture tells us that. Paul, the wonderful apostle Paul we talk about, he said he was chief of all sinners. Chief? And then I heard Billy Graham a week ago, Billy Graham was talking about that. He said, nah, I beat Paul too, and I'm the chief of all sinners. <laughs> That's the way to stay. Anyway, look at that. Heal my body. It's sick. And I'm upset and disturbed. My mind's filled with apprehension and gloom. You know, David wrote another psalm and says, Why so downcast, O oh, my soul? Put your hope in God. Just grab yourself by the ear. Richard, get out of this now. Come on. Look what he says here. He's making a deal. Uh, Come, O oh Lord, make me well. In your kindness, save me. He's not talking about going to heaven, is he? Look at this. For if I die, look at this. <laughs> I cannot give you glory by praising you in front of my friends. Look at this. I'm worn out with pain every night. My pillow's wet with tears. Man, what was going on? My eyes are growing old and dim with grief because of my enemies. Look what he says. He says, go leave me now, you men of evil deeds, for the Lord has. Now, how does he know this? Just like you're supposed to know. He hears you when you pray. He heard my weeping and my pleading. Notice the my, my, my. He will answer all my prayers. All my enemies shall be strucken, dishonored, terror-stricken, disgraced. God will turn them back in shame. End of that psalm. Seven, I'm dependent on you. Look at that. Uh, again, you've taught the little children to praise you. Okay, when I, when, those, when I look in the night sky, you know, look at that. I'll praise you. I'll tell it marvelous things you do. When my enemies, you vindicated me. Okay, so I think you got it. All right, so let's go back to 84. All right, here we go. So 84 is certainly not alone. There's only 150, and I just, you know, not just here, but everybody who's listening, just challenge yourself to say, you know what? I'm not going to be uh, someone in the first grade where the Psalms are. I want to be at the sixth grade level, or I want to be at the eighth grade or ninth grade or maybe college level. I want to have read all these. Good, read them. So he says, how lovely is your temple? And we got down to even the swallows come there. All right, and what does he say? 
Oh, Jehovah army, let's see. He's our shield, our defender and shield. Have mercy on those, on the one you anointed as your king, which was him, but he means this, everybody. Look at this. A single day spent in your temple, temple, you've heard this before, is better than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather be a doorman of the temple of my God than to live in palaces. And I like to say what Shemp said on Three Stooges one time. They had that little, and they found out these guys didn't have any money to pay for their dinner. And then he goes, I'll have to quit my job as the doorman. And Shemp goes, uh, you're a doorman at the hotel? He says, and then Shemp kicks him in the rear and says, well, there's the doorman. <laughs> but, but anyway, but you get it, okay? All right, so anyway, uh, he said, I'd rather be a doorman in the temple of my God than live in palaces of wickedness. For Jehovah is our light, look at this, and protector. I tell you, it's not that I'm some sort of special breed or have a slant on the scriptures to talk about protection. No, I just read. We're all should be geniuses at this. Anyway, he gives us grace and glory. Look at this. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk along his paths. And I will tell you this. I, I was listening to a song the other day. I hadn't heard it in a long time, and that's where that verse, I'll put that in the King James real quick. Uh, oh, it says, I uh, used, to, used to play it. For the, uh, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. He gives grace and glory. Listen, listen to this. Oh, <clears throat> Just add this to it. Oh. Well, that ain't going to work. What happened there? The Lord God is a sun and shield. He gives grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. The Lord God is a sun and shield. He gives grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. See if you can figure this out, O Lord of hosts. Look at the words. How blessed is the man. What's he got to do? Who trust in thee. Who trust in thee. The Lord God is a sun and shield. He gives grace and glory. I love that. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. And then I love that other part. How, 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 oh Lord of hosts. Who's the guy getting blessed here? You are. Now, if you're trusting the Lord, you know, praise the Lord. Okay. Anyway. Well, how simple is that? And plus, you know, I'm okay when I trust the Lord. I'm okay. Let's put that back in the Living Bible here. Verse 10. All right. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah. The Lord God is our light and protector. He gives grace and glory. No good thing. Look at that. Will he withhold from those who walk along his paths? That's the end of this song. O Lord of the armies of heaven, blessed are those who trust in you. Now, I remember David wasn't perfect. None of us are. His son Solomon, you know, was born of Bathsheba. You know, David killed her husband to get him. And he writes this like it's going to happen. It is going to happen. We face difficulties in our life. We got mercy. We have mercy. Let's go. Let's do one more. We'll stop right here in Psalm 37. Psalm 37. Uh, never envy the wicked. Soon they'll fade away like grass and disappear. Trust in the Lord instead. Well, I'm saved, Richard. Don't be telling me I don't trust the Lord. You didn't read this. I know we do, but I'm just saying. This is a daily trust. And notice what he was talking about. I don't understand how they're getting away with that. The world's going to pot. Oh, no. Don't worry about the world. Praise God. There's more that be with us than be with them. There's angels everywhere. Those clowns, they're going to fade away like grass. Trust in the Lord instead. 
And it's like, remember what uh, uh, Phil was mentioning back there, and, and some of y'all were talking, I'm just going to walk in love. Just be kind and good to others. Look at that. Then you will live safely here. Oh, I can't. I get kicked out of my church for believing this stuff. No, wait a minute. We need to have a new church. Because if you're not teaching this, this is ridiculous. Then you will live safely here in the land and prosper feeding in safety. There's nothing worse than having to run because you got to eat, but oh my gosh, problem's taken. You got to run out of the room, whatever. This is delight yourself in the Lord, but it's in the living Bible. Look at this. Be delighted with the Lord. He'll give you, oh, you're kidding me. Mm-mm. He'll give you all your heart's desire. I am 61 and a half years old, and I have a trail of this following me. And I have nobody to blame or to praise except for the Lord. Look what he says here. Commit everything you do to the Lord. King James says, commit thy way to the Lord. Okay, sounds good. We just don't talk that way today. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Lord, I give you my life today. Lord, I give you my car today. I give you my wallet. I give you this. Trust him to help you do it, and he will. He's not talking about your commitment here. He's talking about your problems. Your innocence will be clear to everyone. He will vindicate you with a blazing light of justice. Okay? Shining down as from the noonday sun. Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him to act. Don't be envious because of men who prosper. No, just trust the Lord. Don't get aggravated. That's what he says. Stop your anger. Turn off your wrath. Don't fret and worry. It only leads to harm. For the wicked shall be destroyed. But look at this. Those who trust the Lord shall be given every blessing. I'll take that. I will take that. And what you do is David wrote this. The Lord said these were Psalms. The Lord refers to some of these. But anyway... Just tell him that, Lord, I am not having a good day here. And you told me that if I trust you, I'll be given every blessing. That's the way he wants you to pray. And guess what you're doing? You just said, Lord, you said this. Or maybe to one of your friends, you know, like Phil mentioned, well, Richard, you said that golf cart. Well, he trusts I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm going to give it to him. Praise the Lord. You know, same thing's true. He'd do me the same way. Anybody in this room would. we got to trust the Lord. All right. Only a little while, and the wicked shall disappear. So don't worry about those clowns, okay? You'll look for them in vain, but all who humble themselves before the Lord, look at this, shall be given, how many times is he going to say this? And shall have wonderful peace. Boy, I know there's times when I've had, and I know I'll have them in the future, times where it's like there is no peace. Oh, there is, I'm just trying, I got to get my mind clear. I am too worried about this. But we already know he's given us this peace. We already know... In the book of Philippians, later in the New Testament, we hear the peace that passes all understanding. But if you go read that, it says, it says in everything by prayer. Well, I didn't ask the Lord. Ask him. Look at this. The Lord is laughing at those who plot against the godly. He knows their judgment day is coming. Evil men take their aim to slay the poor. Uh, they are ready to butcher those who do right. But their swords will be plunged in their own hearts. All their weapons shall be broken. It's better to have a little and be godly than to own an evil man's wealth. For the strength of evil men shall be broken. But the Lord, look at that. The Lord takes care of those he has forgiven. Praise God. Day by day, the Lord observes the deeds done by godly men and gives them eternal rewards. Now, remember, David had the choir singing this. Everybody probably knew every word. Okay. He cares for them. Look at that. When hard times come, and here's that verse, in famine, gas prices. Man, I paid $4 and something. It was so funny. I had three gallons and... 
it was like fifteen dollars. <laughs> I was too. I thought, whoa. Uh, anyway, but evil men shall perish. Oh, excuse me. Let's finish. He cares for them when times are hard, even in famine. Look at this. They'll have enough. But evil men shall perish. These evil, uh, these enemies uh, of God will wither like grass and disappear like smoke. Evil men borrow and they can't pay back. What about us? Okay. But the good man, that's us, woman too, returns what he owes with some extra besides. Wait a minute. Praise God. That's good. Those blessed by the Lord, look at that, shall inherit the earth. That's what the Lord said. But those cursed by him shall die. And here's that great scripture too. The steps of a good man are ordered to the Lord. Look at the steps of a good man are directed by the Lord. He delights in each step they take. You know, Paul was talking about keeping her balance and stuff. And I know, I walked right out of Dad's thing. And it was, it, it had been raining and, and I was fixing to come back to Huntsville. And I locked the door and I come out and my foot went like this. And I went, it was four steps. And I went, just fell. Chester's coming up like, you okay? My golden retriever, you know. And, and you know what? I was okay. I hit hard, but I was okay. I went down those four steps. I'm like, praise God. The first thing out of my mouth was praise God. Hallelujah. But notice this, the steps of a good man are directed by the Lord. Look at that. He delights in each step they take. And he's talking about your steps, just like Paul is talking about, uh, you know, trying to keep your, 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 your balance there. If they fall, it didn't fail. I know it, praise God. Look at this. For the Lord holds them with his hand, just like a toddler. If you've given a kid, a kid before, that's reading, you got them. Because they don't, and you got them. They didn't do nothing. And some of them, they get so used to it, they just drag their feet because they love that, especially if they're between their mom and their daddy. Oh, my goodness. Look at that verse. I have been young, and now I'm old. Same thing I could say. And in all my years, I have never seen the Lord forsake a man who loves him. Nor have I seen the children of the godly go hungry. Let's put that in the famous language of the, of the King James Version. There's verse 25. Look at this. A lot of songs have been written here, right here. Oh, uh, let's see. I have been, oh, it's highlighted. I have been young and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed, that'd be his kids, okay, begging bread. <laughs> you got kids and you've been trusting the Lord, you're right. You don't see your kids out there uh, acting that way. He's merciful. He lent his seed, that's his children. His children are blessed. Let's put it back in the Living Bible here. Uh, instead, the godly are able to give generous gifts and loans to others. And it's funny, you can. And their children are a blessing. Praise God. Now, if you're having trouble with some children right there, whatever, you just hold that to the Lord. My children, Lord, you said, are a blessing. Yeah. It's not like, well, something's going wrong here. No, 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 nothing's going wrong. Enemy's just trying to destroy your life. Don't let him. So if you want an eternal home, leave your evil low ways and live good lives. For the Lord loves justice and fairness. He will not abandon his people. They, look at all this safety. They will be kept safe forever. But all who love wickedness, boy, they're going to perish. That's the reason Jesus was saying, if you don't repent, you know, like the tower that fell on them last week, we looked at in Luke 13, the tower that fell, fell on somebody, some people, 18 people were killed, and then and Pilate had a bunch of Jews killed. And Jesus said it wasn't their fault, you know. All right, here we go. The godly shall be firmly planted in the land and live there forever. Woo. The godly man is a good counselor because he is just and fair and knows right from wrong. So who is this talking about if he's not talking about you and I? We're here at church. 
Are we going to identify and say we're the good people? Or are we going to say verse 32, well, we're the evil people? We're not the evil people. Of course not. Evil men spy on the godly waiting for an excuse to accuse them and demanding their death. Well, if you're in that kind of business, you'll know who you are. But that's not you. But the Lord will not let these evil men succeed. Nor let the godly be condemned when they're brought before the judge. Praise God. Wow. Don't be impatient for the Lord to act. Keep traveling steadily along his pathway. In due season, he will honor you. Look at that. With every blessing. Oh, and you're going to see the wicked destroyed. I myself have seen it happen. <laughs> David's saying as I have seen it happen. Praise God. A proud and evil man towering like the cedar of Lebanon. But when I looked again, where did he go? I searched. I couldn't find him. But the good man, what a different story. For the good man, whoa. The blameless and upright, the man of peace, not the perfect guy, he's just forgiven. He has a wonderful future ahead of him. For him, there is a happy ending, but the evil man, he's going to be destroyed and his posterity shall be cut off. The Lord, look at that, saves. He's not talking about heaven, talking about down here. He saves the godly. He is their salvation and their refuge. Look at that, when trouble comes. That's the reason I like to say, Yes, we believe in Jesus. And yes, when we pass out of this life, we're going to be with him, absent from the body, present with the Lord. And that's called salvation. But that's not what he's referring to here. We got a long way till we draw our last breath. He is their salvation and their refuge when trouble comes. You don't know how that the Lord needs you to reflect that to those around you. It's like when Phil and I'm, some of us had mentioned this morning, they, they just they don't, don't understand why you're not disturbed over this. Well, no, and it gives you a great opportunity, even in a small way or a few seconds, to say something about him, and the Lord will take it from there. Because they trust in him, he helps them and delivers them from the plots of evil men. Praise God, or the devil too. It doesn't matter. Remember, the shield of faith quenches every fiery dart. Father, we just thank you for your word today in Psalm 84 and Psalm 37. Praise God how evident this is. It's personal. You're our Lord individually, and you want to help us individually, too. We thank you for it. So, Lord, if we're not feeling good today, sickness or whatever, praise God, you've got a remedy there, and you'll fix that. Lord, if we're hurting financially, you've got a remedy there, too. You'll fix that. And if it's some other problem, great, small, whatever, ten thousands of people set themselves against me around about, we're not going to be afraid. You're our shield, praise God. Whatever it is, get us out of that trouble. And that doesn't leave anything left but for us to be like David and write down some things that you've done and tell others as we tell them about Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord.